welcome to GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, founder and creator of GYSB. Get your sexy back, health and fitness movement. Over 13 years ago, I lost over 50 pounds and on that journey, I found joy, peace and more self-love. That's how the GYSB movement got started because I wanted to share with other people what I had found for myself. And now in my 50s, I'm still on this journey. And now I'm starting to navigate some of the inevitable changes that come with aging. So GYSB Talks will cover topics that will help women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s get to their next level of optimal living. Physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and in relationships. Guys, I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? I've always heard if you're the smartest one in your circle of friends, you need to reevaluate the group. (laughs) Today I'm chatting with two of my most brilliant friends on the topic of entrepreneurship. What you don't hear about entrepreneurship, meaning the challenges, the self-doubt, and the frustration you face on the journey. Starting a business from the ground up can be an exciting adventure, but it's also filled with hurdles and obstacles that test your resolve. In this episode, we talk about the unspoken realities you dare to face when you dare to dream, the ups and the downs encountered, and the strategies that help us find the strength to push through adversity. In this candid conversation among sister friends, you'll gain invaluable insight, lessons learned, and practical advice on how to overcome obstacles with resilience, adaptability, effective decision-making, and grit. So, whether you're at the beginning stages of your entrepreneurial journey or you're deep into the path of the journey, this episode has something for you. Let me introduce you to our two guests today. First, we have Shauna Reed. Shauna is a licensed clinical social worker, certified functional nutrition counselor, and the creator of Beautiful Intentions, which strives to bring relief and healing to those who are suffering from some of the illest effects of trauma and chronic stress. Utilizing a holistic approach that focuses on nutrition, movement, sleep, and connection to self and others. Now on to Sandra Hill Glover. In May of 2020, at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, seemingly a counterintuitive time to start a business, Dr. Sandra launched Impact Heal LLC, a consulting practice specializing in organizational development, program design, and professional enrichment training. Leveraging her knowledge, skills, and passion as a nonprofit administrator and trained social worker, Dr. Sandra has established herself as a highly sought-after consultant within the governmental, higher education, and nonprofit landscape. Okay, let's dive into this segment, guys. Hey, everybody, it's Carla Palmer. Welcome to another episode of GYSB Talks. I am super excited and honored to have my sisters here on the podcast with me today. Um, You know, we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship and some of the challenges that are faced in entrepreneurship. Um, If you look at social media right now and you will see the glamorized version 
of entrepreneurship. You see the success after the struggle, but rarely do you see the success story. The journey from the thought in your mind to the actualization of the business. You rarely hear about that. So from today's episode, what I want you to walk away with is a more realistic view of entrepreneurship, not in a way that is discouraging, but in a way that encourages people to keep moving forward with patience, with grace, and with grit. Okay, so today I've got my sisters, like I said, hi, Shauna, hi, Sandra. Hey. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. I, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this with you. Um, you guys are, you know, both highly educated, uber successful professionals. I mean, you could easily be working for a company or an organization and retire from that when you're done. So, you know, what I want to talk about today is one, why in midlife um, for you, Sandra, and then Shauna, mm -hmm. you know, as a Gen Xer, why did you all start a business now? What made you decide to take this bet on yourself and start your own business? And I'll start with you, Sandra. Sure. Thank you, Carla. And thank you for this opportunity to share. As you know, all, all three of us are so passionate about entrepreneurship. And I think what is unique about all three of us is that our journeys are so different. Yet I, what binds us is just this passion, this passion we have for whatever it is, the, the endeavor. And at the center is for me, if I may say for myself, and I, and I think there are elements too, and when I noticed with the two of you, it's about service. Mm -hmm. All my professional life has been about serving and as a trained social worker, that is a central value of who we are. That's part of our code. Mm -hmm. So that, that's how I lead and that's how I show up professionally. And you know, it wasn't necessarily a conscious decision for me one day that I decided I'm going to start a business. It happened very organically for me. Mm -hmm. Part of being an entrepreneur is seizing opportunities based upon what is already before you. Meaning what I noticed is that I was already providing consultation support to nonprofit organizations through my work as an mm -hmm. academic. So I was working full time. Um, as a faculty member in the School of Social Work at, at USC. And I had relationships with organizations through which I was providing faculty instruction and uh, liaison support. And it, it would just kind of organically moved into more of, hey, you know, Sandra, I have some questions about my staff. Could you do a staff professional development? I, could you look at my organizational chart? You know, we're doing some evaluation. Do you do that? Would you be interested? So I actually started doing consulting work kind of on an ad hoc basis mm -hmm. before I knew that, you know what? I'm in business for myself. So <laughs> right. Be, right. I'm already <laughs> doing this. And so I actually decided to take a risk, bet on myself. I left my full-time academic job and I started Impact Hill in May 2020. So that is a, a, a very interesting time. Of course, we know what was happening, mm -hmm. the advent of the pandemic a couple of months before. So it was risky, uh, but part of, you know, just part of the academic and me doing some research for this conversation, what is an entrepreneurial mindset? And it is about taking risks, but it's also about optimism. I really believed I could do it. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, and, and so I had planned to do this very elaborate business plan, marketing plan and so forth. From a spiritual standpoint, I truly believe in, in, in manifestation, law of attraction, but also a faith system. And once I put my mind to this is what I'm going to do, and I had the support around me, my husband, my family, the business started coming, my sisters. I mm. just It was so random. I started getting calls. Hey, could you do a board retreat for us? Mm-hmm. You know, could you do mm-hmm. a, a training series? Can you do... Can you, and then it was beyond nonprofit. I started getting calls from other um, institutes of higher ed. I started getting calls from governmental entities. So it even went beyond the realm of nonprofit support because that's, that's my primary passion. I'm passionate about organizations who literally make it their business to serve others and to improve the lives of communities, families, et cetera. So, that that was my wheelhouse but then it just branched off into other systems so again you can see it was just this organic journey but it took a lot of self-reflection it took a lot of contemplation and the belief in myself and in the process mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one of the things that i hear too here is relationships yes you know p- p- relationships and trust and people Absolutely. could trust you because they had a relationship with you and you operate with so much integrity always you know, they could trust you to put you in front of their staff, you know, or to trust you to help them build a different kind of model to structure an organization. So yeah, I do hear the the benefit and the power of relationships in that answer. So thank you. Um, Shauna. Yes. (laughs) Can I just say, first of all, um, how happy I am that the two of you are in my life. Like, I just have to start with that. <laughs> just just yes. because like, I'm listening to both of you, you know, like Carla with your intro and just kind of the way that you came in and Sandra with what you said. And I'm like, Dang, I am so fortunate and, 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 and so blessed to have the two of you in my life. Like I really am. Um, so to answer your question, um, the reason that I decided to start this, this, this venture um, I think it's because I was, I was feeling unfulfilled. Um, I was feeling underappreciated. Um, I was feeling pretty stunted. I, I, I think for me, you know, I had been in just for over two decades, I had been serving in the, in the nonprofit arena. Right. And I think for the the entirety of the time that 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 I was there, I felt like I can do more. I can do more. I can do more. You know, I felt that way before I even stepped into that into that world. And I think everything just kind of came to a head, you know, over the last four or five years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the fact that I also experienced a couple of pretty major losses, my father and my mother, within a, a span of two years. So in 2017 and 2019, um, 2017, I lost my father. 2019, I lost my mother. And this was just, it was in uh, November of 2019. So just a couple months, few months before before the pandemic, right? Um, so I was, I was feeling um, this sort of this sense of deprivation. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was just on this, this like continuously kind of being emptied. Um, and not really being reminded of who I am. And um, I needed something <laughs> to just kind of 
remind myself that there's, that there's more in me, or sometimes I just needed the reminder that there was something in me, you know, that I had value in this world. And so, um, I just, you know, I was, I, I feel like I was on a very spiritual level kind of being guided into it. Um, and it wasn't an overnight thing. I, I built up to it, you know, and, um, but I did wake up one morning, like I literally woke up one morning and was like, today is the day that I quit my job, hmm. you know? And, um, I don't know <laughs> if I was ready, <laughs> yeah. um, but I did it. I had to, I didn't have, I didn't have an option. I couldn't stand to lose any more of myself than I had already lost, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was like, I got to do this. And so I did, you know? Um, and I, I love the name of your business too. It, beautiful intentions, mm-hmm. you know, and it, you, you are so intentional about the way that you do everything. Mm-hmm. In life. And it just, it's just a perfect title for your business. Can you talk you. a little bit more about what beautiful intentions is just to give our audience an overview of, of what your business represents and what it does as far as service to others. Yeah. Um, so I, I am, you know, as you know, um, a mental health professional. Um, my, my goal in life has always been to, to help people alleviate some of the, the, the suffering for the entirety of my career. You know, I've been in the mental health world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so mental health is super important to me. Um, and really I, you know, when I started, when I started my business, I didn't want to stray from that. You know, I, I, my, my goal is to, is to continue to help people alleviate some of the, the suffering that, that comes as a result of chronic stress and trauma. Um, so this is really what beautiful intentions focuses on, um, my goal is to, again, to, to, to help people um, incorporate a number of different strategies, a number of, of different holistic strategies to mm-hmm. help relieve them of some of that, some of that suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, this includes a focus on things like your nutrition, um, a focus on, on movement and physical activity, focus on sleep and getting better sleep. Um, and also this focus on connection, connecting to yourself, connecting to others. I feel like if we can incorporate those four major things into, into our life, it can really help um, help us improve our mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, and it's, it's perfect for you, you know, as a therapist and somebody who is always trying to help alleviate stress and anxiety and trauma for people. I mean, I've known you for years and I've seen the work that you've done with our young people in foster care and how committed you've always been to that. Even after leaving the organization, Mm -hmm. the connection that you still maintain with many of those young people that we served together. So your intentions are always beautiful, Shauna. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, agreed. Yes, yes. So, you know, this is really about talking about some of the challenges that are faced when starting your own business. What are some of the significant obstacles that you've both encountered during the start of your business? And even, you know, as the business is starting to take off, what have you run into that may have been unexpected 
or something that you expected, but maybe is a little bit greater than you expected. <laughs> um, let's start with you, Sandra. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. And I, I want to be clear because thank you, Carla, just for referencing just how I move with integrity. That is very important to me. And, and, and uh, a very central aspect of that for me is just full transparency. I, mm-hmm. I think one of the mm-hmm. challenges with this movement about entrepreneurship is just the glamorizing of what it is and how people are doing it. And behind closed doors, oh, no. perhaps there is a, a different dynamic going. So I, I want to be very clear that I have I I have a very fluid relationship with entrepreneurship. <laughs> <laughs> You know how I roll, my sisters. Yes. I want to be very clear. <laughs> so, yes, I I started Impact Hill, and I was doing that full-time um, starting 2020 to 2021. And, you know, so a full year, just 100%, no gig outside of that. I, I, I wanted to reference back what I was doing prior to you know, starting Impact Hill and doing consulting full time. I was, I was teaching. I love social work education. I was missing it. Mm-hmm. And so even as I was, you know, doing my thing and I had some just fabulous projects working with the city of LA, Cal State LA, a number of nonprofit organizations. And by the way, my focus is on smaller nonprofits because it's, it's all about helping them build capacity to meet their mission and, and, and beyond. So I, I, I love that work, but part of being an entrepreneur, again, for me, is about seizing opportunities and leveraging my passions, my knowledge, my skills based upon what's needed. And for me, I, I wanted to supplement, you know, economically as well as my own knowledge capital um, with going back to academia. Mm-hmm. And so an opportunity came to me to serve in an administrative role as an associate dean. And that was attractive to me. And I was thinking, again, part of also being an entrepreneur is taking risk. I was thinking, okay, I've never been an administrator in this role, in this field, but let me try. Because I also wanna be about tweaking what I believe are some of the challenges with social work education. So the opportunity to you know lend my talents my understanding of social work education and also my commitment to innovation i said yes let mm-hmm. me do this now and so my intention was to continue my consulting business full throttle i i really thought i could do both but then life happened Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm also, because like I mentioned, I have a husband, I have daughters, I have an elderly mother who is quite fabulous, by the way, and does not, <laughs> you know, require, you know, that much other than caregiving. But I, I have these, these other responsibilities. So I had to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And so ironically, as I'm in this role, this academic role, I had sister colleagues coming to me because they were intrigued by this impact hill they're in academia and they're asking me oh so you know asking me about my projects and i said actually i had to put that on pause for now and they Mm. were just shocked Mm. 
they were shocked. And I, I'm going to tell you what I said. I said, you know, I made the decision to take this job. So this is my primary responsibility now. Part of also being an entrepreneur, too, is to understand the importance of prioritization. And I have the mindset, even if, you know, this is my employer, I have this client mindset. Like, that's my client. How would I treat my client? One of my just branding qualities is people know me and people have said to me, Sandra, you operate as if I'm your only project or I'm mm -hmm. your only client. And that is very special to me. That That's important. I don't want my clients, my students, my colleagues to feel like I'm being distracted. Mm -hmm. You know, we're in the mm -hmm. middle of trying to get accredited, accredited. I am accreditation. I'm in the middle of, you know, helping usher my adolescent daughter through high school, you know, mm -hmm. you know, the coming out of the pandemic. So I had to make a choice. So one of the challenges sometimes making difficult decisions and stepping away for a bit. So I have been on hiatus, but I've kept my LLC Mm -hmm. current I pay my business taxes <laughs> I still have my account right I, I still and I still entertain you know I'll take a project here or there but part of the challenge is being malleable how to and I, I, I liked how you prepped in your your message to us Carla um, you use the word pivot I, I have framed this phrase for myself the art of the pivot I mm -hmm. try to master the mm -hmm. art of the pivot because it's important it's important for us to be flexible and to be honest and to be mindful about priorities and the art of sequencing as well mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I love that and it goes back to your level of integrity there are so mm -hmm. many people who are preaching your job is funding your business right. yeah that's true. It is, it is, and can fund your business, but your priority should be to your employer and, right. and you're showing up for work and you're doing the work that you are being paid to do. That's and right. then you're doing your entrepreneur pursuits after your work is done. Right. Absolutely. And so, you know, a lot of things that I hear on social media is like, let it fund your business. You can do your entrepreneur stuff, you know, while you work and especially if you're working from home, that is not operating in integrity. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Not. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Because you have people and especially when you're leading a team, mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm supervising a team. I need to be present. I need to be focused. I, I, I need to be accessible, mm -hmm. you know, in every way. So that, that is an important to me, but you know, again, I did take leaps and again, incrementally, I would take certain projects and that did lead me into the current role that I am in now. So I am employed at a, at a different entity right now, but it does give me more space to bring mm -hmm. in more of that entrepreneurial uh, space you know, as, as far as projects and opportunities are concerned. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, again, hence my fluid relationship with entrepreneurship, you mm -hmm. know, it, it's, it's not for everyone. You know, some people just have a, a, a very strict and, you know, black, white kind of approach to their business. And, you know, for me, this is part of my personality. This is just how I move in the world. And, and Shauna references the spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. I, I'm led by spirit. And, mm -hmm. and so this is part of the deep reflection 
for me means prayer and meditation mm -hmm. that I will be led to do what I need to do and trusting that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Shauna, you mentioned that you were, you know, taking a risk, right? Or maybe that was Sandra, but you took a mm -hmm. risk mm -hmm. and, and, and you have come up against some challenges, right? With this mm -hmm. entrepreneurial journey. Can you share some of those obstacles that you have faced and are currently facing and how you are getting over those obstacles? Yes. Yeah, of course. Um, I think in, in, in a lot of ways, I am kind of coming from a different place um, simply because, you know, I don't have a husband, right? I don't have somebody <laughs> that, like, I don't even have a daddy at this point, right? And so for me, as far as my financial responsibilities, I have to make sure that I'm taking care of all of them. I also don't have any children, right? So I don't have to worry about anybody except myself. Um, however, myself is very important, <laughs> right? Like I need to make sure that my bills are paid. And I, what I, what I really had to do was, especially in, in kind of those initial stages, and mind you, I'm, I still am in those initial stages, you know, it's been um, about a year and a half, but I am very much in the beginning of things. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, but I, in the very, very beginning, I really had to figure out how are you going to make sure that your bills are paid? Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I had to sort of figure out how I can, can make that happen and still spend time focusing on my business, focusing on beautiful intentions and what I wanted that to become or what I want it to become. And so um, it was tricky and it was hard. And I kind of sort of had a plan before I quit my job. When I quit my job, things happened that made that plan impossible, right? Um, and so I had to figure out another plan, but it was, I was already in this place where I was like, I don't have a job. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't have an income anymore. Right. So I gotta, I gotta figure this out, you know? Um, so that was tough. I think that, that I really had to, I had to make that a priority kind of figuring out how am I going to survive? You know, mm -hmm. how am I going to do that? And I just have pretty recently gotten solid on that. Right. I knew though that, I mean, you guys, you both kind of mentioned this whole integrity and like, you know, having this full-time job and then also working on your business and doing them simultaneously. I have been able to set myself up so that I am working a part-time job, right? That fortunately is giving me what I need to do what I need to do, right? Um, so that I, and I also have the time now to work on my business. So it's like, part-time business, part-time job, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but it often feels like full-time business, right? And part-time mm -hmm. job. Um, mm -hmm. So it can get very, very overwhelming <laughs> um, very quickly and very easily. And I think especially when when I run into these, these um, issues that I was both anticipating and not necessarily anticipating, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I guess what I would say is that one of the, the, the major things is just kind of that for me is that financial piece. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot. And, and what I didn't anticipate was the amount of money that I would need to pour into this business mm -hmm. prior mm -hmm. to anything coming out of it. You know, mm -hmm. um, I haven't what? made a dime at this point. <laughs> you know? you, like, 
It, but you will, you will. No, and- no, no, no. And I think that this is, I, 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 I say that only because, you know, the, the reason that we're here talking today is because we want to, to be able to expose people to the journey as it's happening. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that, that, you know, one of the things that is especially difficult is, is staying solid in it is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially when it's not happening. Mm-hmm. you know, or it yeah. hasn't happened, you know, yet. And and that's fine. I, I, I get the whole, like, we need to stay positive about it, you know, and I need to keep going, all of that. But there is a, a certain amount of energy, I think, that you are depleted of or that one is depleted of when they are in it and they, they're not seeing anything from it, mm-hmm. you know? And I get it. I know that that's where faith comes in, you know, all of that stuff. Like, I get it. But I think I, I, I just wanted to highlight that it's it's not easy. It's not easy to maintain that faith. I know that I'm being guided in a certain direction. And I know that at some point, things are going to be everything that I that I need them to be, right? And everything that I want them to be. But it's that's not it right now. Mm-hmm. That's not it. Yeah. In, in the beginning, when, I, when we started the podcast uh, episode, I was talking about, you know, patience and grace and, you know, grit how do you cultivate resilience? Like, how do you keep moving forward when you feel like I'm depleted? I don't know if I can do this anymore. And either of you can answer mm-hmm. this question, but I think it's yeah. an important thing to address. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. If, if I may, and, and because Shauna, thank you for sharing that and also just being so authentic with sharing your journey and where you are in the here and now. I think that's very powerful as it is happening, as you just articulated. Mm-hmm. And and because this, I think this is a service to folks to understand and also could be quite validating. There's mm-hmm. someone who's listening to this and who is saying, I'm not alone in this experience. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let so there's there's a building of a community of spirit in that way. So thank you for that. I, mm-hmm. I do want, yes, to to answer. And something you said as far as just loyal structure and much respect to you, my sister, like it, you know, bless you for all that you are and all that you're doing in terms of, of taking care of yourself. I do think, and I want to speak, and this is speaking to the resilience piece, Carla, for those of us who, who do have partners and um, and families that there is an accountability and challenge. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I want to speak on and something that I have bear witness to when a, a partnership is not necessarily operating as such, meaning maybe if one goes a little rogue, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, but this is my passion <laughs> and this is something I need to do. And then you're putting your family you know, to, to their detriment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. spiritually, emotionally, et cetera. A promise I made to my husband was that I'm not going to make a decision to put ourselves in financial peril. I'm going to say it again. I made Uh a promise. I am not making a decision that will put us in financial peril or even financial uh, stress. Uh You know, on the whole other end of the spectrum. So, yes, I, I am very blessed. I have a partner who really believes in me. Like he just believes sometimes more than I do 
yes, whatever you go for, I know you're going to get because it always works out for you in the way you move and, and, and how you are, how you are inspired. He believes in me in that. And I think that's mm. part of the resilience piece for me is that relational connection sisters like the chili. That's why I keep you too close, my sisters, <laughs> because <laughs> there is a, 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 a beautiful spiritual connection that we have and a belief in each other that we mm-hmm. articulate. So when, cause there, I haven't even necessarily said to you, oh my gosh, I'm struggling. I just feed off of your energy and your love and your support of me. And so when I'm feeling a little bit down or self doubt as fly as I know that I am, yes, my people, I have these moments when, <laughs> you know, there is that, as you said, that imposter syndrome, as we were preparing for this, there is that, who am I to think that I can do this? Mm-hmm. And so from a, for me, resilience is really fueled by relationships with people who really do believe in me sometimes when I experience some self-doubt. And I, and, I, and also, and this is also why, you know, Sean and I really connect and I'm so excited for beautiful intentions. I also practice radical self-care. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe in not just adequate sleep, but restful, peaceful, mm-hmm. lovely, luscious sleep, <laughs> and, you know, and physical activity and fresh air and good, clean food and nutrition. So all, all of this helps to fuel my, my resilience. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I, totally agree with everything that Sandra said, everything. Um, And just for me to just kind of add to that, I think one of the things that also really helps me be resilient, um, sometimes is just a return to the simple things, you know, um, remembering that, that those are some of the most helpful things, right? So when I say simple things, I mean, things like breathing, like, um, sitting still for a moment, um, like taking a little bit of time to acknowledge everything that you have done, because we spend so much time um, acknowledging everything that we haven't, right? You know, so just spending a little time doing that. Um, Taking a walk, which can be, I mean, so transformative, right? Like in that moment, I think, especially in those moments where, you know, I am, am feeling particularly stressed out or overwhelmed or sad or what have you, sometimes just getting outside makes all of the difference, mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. all of the difference, right? So, so for me, it, sometimes I have to, to remind myself that it doesn't have to be this big, huge, complicated thing that I do to help sort of, of, of um, restore my motivation or whatever. Like it can be something very simple and, and, and quick, you know? Um, so yes, Tending to to my mental health in this in this very um, holistic way, but also just kind of reminding myself along the way that you can do these little things and and it can make all the difference mm-hmm. um, in your day, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we're trying to get through are the days, right? Yeah. You know, sometimes we're trying to get through the hours, the minutes, you know what I mean. And so again, these kinds of those kinds of things can be really helpful to me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If I could add to that, Carla, before we move on, I, I, I was inspired 
um, just how Shauna just framed that. And, and, and that is also just practicing gratitude, mm-hmm. being thankful for, for where we are and even the challenges. Sometimes that's even a little tricky because there are lessons in those. There's something about the struggle mm-hmm. that can be quite beautiful. Like when you're in it and you're, you, you feel yourself growing and moving it's like you know exercising a, a muscle i know that re- resonates mm-hmm. with you carlita you yes. know from an exercise you know that there's growth and there's there's a transformative process happening and that's invigorating but i think sean is absolutely right those simple things you know being mindful of the breath and just really trying t- to be in a state of gratitude i think mm-hmm. is important. Yeah. yeah agreed yeah, and you know, something that you both have really touched on is the the importance of your your circle of influence, whether it's your mm-hmm. friendships that are healthy, your relationships with your partner, your family, mm-hmm. and you know, the three of us got together the other day for our uh what do we call it? Uh quarterly. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're so busy, but I mean, I think we did it a little back to back this time, which was We great, did. But- we did. Yeah, we got together for our dinner with this amazing, healthy, plant-based food mm-hmm. and wonderful conversation and just really supporting each other, kind of masterminding and sisterhood. Like these are just so important. These things are so important to the evolution of, you know, starting your business. And when you really get down and feel like you can't go any further, who is speaking into that? Right. Mm-hmm. Do you have a bunch of people going, mm, girl, I knew it was going to be hard. You should you should probably just keep your job and stay there. Don't nobody need to hear that. Right. OK, nobody needs to hear that. What you need to hear is, yes, it's hard. This is a yeah. part of the journey. But look at where you're going to be when you're out of this phase. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Absolutely. this beautiful business. You're going to be an amazing coach or strategist or whatever it is that you are pursuing it's going to come to fruition. And -hmm. like Sandra was saying, like you're building the muscle along Mm -hmm. the journey, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. So you have to be mindful of who you allow to speak into your life, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to tell somebody who's only had a hundred dollars in their bank account that you're going to be a millionaire one day. They they may not understand that, right? (laughs) So like it's, it's, it, and they may not see how it could even happen. It might not mm-hmm. even be possible in their right. vision, right? That's so right. we just have to be so careful about who we are allowing to be in our close circle of influence. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're going to have people who may not believe in you. And it's not even in, in a, like with malintent, they just can't see the vision the way That's that you're right. seeing the vision. And yeah. so you keep them at a safe distance love them from a safe distance, but there are certain people that you have conversations with that are going to inspire you and keep you encouraged and, and, and help you to understand like, this is a part of the process and I'm going to get there. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that, that was really important that you both talked about. Um, Last thing that I want to address and ask you guys to say something for aspiring entrepreneurs who haven't yet started somebody who's listening to this podcast episode and they're like, man, I really wanted to start that business, but I put it on hold for so long and I feel stuck in my job. I've been in my job for a really long time. I don't feel like I have what it takes to be this entrepreneur that I'd like to be with this thing that I've you know, dreamt of, but I haven't brought it to life yet. What are you going to say to those people? What's your advice mm-hmm. there, your encouragement? <laughs> it's a good, 
Good question, for sure. Um, I, I, I think the thing that I would, would advise is just take a step. Just don't, don't worry about how you're feeling about any of this. Like if, if something comes to you, just take a step and see how that feels. Right. Because I think, you know, the thing that, that often holds us back is, is our inability to move, you know, we're, we're, we're sort of, you know, in this place of stillness and not necessarily in a, in a healthy way. Right. Um, and don't realize that if we would just start moving forward, that momentum can help really carry us right and mm -hmm. so and in, in addition to that it's those steps right those little steps that ultimately add up to a big thing mm -hmm. so I would say just pick something and do it you know something that of course that is related to what you want to do and just start trying it on mm -hmm. you know you don't have to do anything dramatic and drastic especially in the beginning mm -hmm. right I love that. um you can mm -hmm. take your time you can take your time. These, I think one of the things too that we that we um, tend to kind of get stuck in is this sense of urgency, mm -hmm. right? And I think we need to be really careful about um, what we see as urgent, right? Make sure that it actually is urgent because certainly there are going to be things, you know, that are, that, are, that are urgent, right? Make sure it actually is. Do you have the time to just sort of sit in this for a little bit, right? Relax into it. Really think about how you want to, how you want to move forward. And if so, do that. I encourage you to do that. You know, mm -hmm. so if you are working a job, if you, you know, if your, your, your bills are handled, you're fine, you know, just take a little bit of time to figure out, well, what would my first step be in this? And then take that step. Mm -hmm. See what mm -hmm. happens. Yeah. That's so powerful. That's so powerful, Shauna. It is. I mm -hmm. call that incremental entrepreneurialism mm. <laughs> oh say that now that's again. that's powerful <laughs> i just i just made that up okay <laughs> yeah i'm calling that incremental entrepreneurialism yes incremental love it because there there is this myth of the all or nothing proposition mm -hmm. when it comes mm -hmm. to just entrepreneurship. There's this sense of, oh, well, I can't do all that I aspire to do and what my vision is right now. Now, therefore, I cannot do anything. And so what you're saying is so wise and also quite pragmatic, Shauna, mm -hmm. that it, it, it's important to just incrementally take a step. You know, I'm very metaphor, dip your big toe in the water, see how it feels. And, and then, and, and though, to, to take this metaphor a little further, be prepared, you know, make sure you got your swimming lessons under your belt, yeah. you know, so you don't put yourself in a catastrophic situation. Right. So right. That, that would you know, be essentially, you know, something that seems very basic, but what I see one of the major pitfalls, my sister's, when it comes to entrepreneurship, what I have observed is just a failure to prepare mm. and yeah. just, just a failure to, to do your due diligence, do your research, yeah. know what an LLC is, know what a sole proprietorship is, know if it's important to trademark, what does that look like? What do you need to do? Paying your taxes, having, having what you need in order to be bona fide and mm. <laughs> you know, a real authentic, you know, righteous business rather than 
you know, taking this very bootleg approach. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be crass here. I think it's important that, you know, and just again, in this preparation for this conversation, Carla, you wrote down that this is a business. So mm -hmm. we're talking about a business versus a hobby. I love hobbies. Like I, you know, uh -huh. I, you know, I do my little floral arrangements and I do my, you know, <laughs> but I'm not necessarily going into business for that. So business takes another level of preparation. And so I would just say, yes, you know, try it on even in advance of that, do your study, do your reading, talk to people who are mm -hmm. doing what you want to do, attend to that. Like, so for me, I study folks who do training. I study folks who do coaching. I, I, I take on, you know, just information, what I need to do to perfect my craft. And, and I would say to be a persistent learner, you know, yes. just there's always yes. room for growth, even for yep. those who feel like I have ascended to just this pinnacle. Yes. A true entrepreneur says, you know what? And I'm about to go further because mm -hmm. there's more to be had there's more to be learned and this is not in the spirit of being greedy this is in the spirit of how can we broaden our impact mm -hmm. the name of my business impact hill is is very intentional to borrow your phrase uh, your word shauna but it's it's intentional as, as far as how i can show up you know related to my service i need to be the best that i can be mm -hmm. so people who are listening prepare, prepare yourself holistically, know your industry and know the inner workings of the business world. So you can do what's right for you in that endeavor. Mm -hmm. You can yeah. do what's right for you and you don't have to back down on your rates and how oh, much you charge right. for your oh my gosh. and your services, oh right? Yes. Like thinking about yes. like your, your intellectual property oh. and all of the things that go into making this business a success and what people are going to get on the receiving end. When yeah. you put all that work in that Sandra just said, you can yeah. charge the price that you need to charge. Yeah. You Thank don't you. have yeah. to back down when somebody says, oh, wow, that's a lot. No, it isn't. You're really getting a deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, or reframe that, oh, perhaps it is a lot. For you. For you. Yes. And that's relative and that's okay, but that does not mean that I need to back down. And let me just say to thank you for bringing that up just really quickly. As I mentioned, I did start this endeavor, you know, Impact Hill at the beginning of the pandemic. And it was important for me as you know Carla and Shauna to be very philanthropic right off the bat because yes. I was I was quite appreciative and grateful for the business that came to me and the people who did accept my race like I because I, I I learned from the best they're like you know Sandra this is what and this is what you should be charging at the very least I did my study looked at comps and so I did that accordingly so you know it's important for you to have integrity in your process because i do see on the flip side sometimes there is an inflation yes, situation yes, yes that yes. i see with some proprietors mm -hmm. and and i do think it, it and again this this is what back to preparation and study yes know your worth but also be realistic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because yes. then you, you lose some credibility when you're just kind of this outlier. 
right? Yes. So there, there is a, a delicate balance there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I was just going to say, I feel like there's a, there's a fine line. <laughs> there's a fine line, you know, and it's, it's something, Carla, I'm glad that you brought this up because that is something that, and you know this, that I deal with <laughs> or that I am attempting to deal with, right? Is mm -hmm. I, I think I have an issue with recognizing my value. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't take much because I'm so sensitive to, to, how people respond to me. So it doesn't take much for me to kind of back down and go, oh, well, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't, mm -hmm. maybe I shouldn't charge that amount. Right. Someone will ask me like, what's your price point? And I tell them, and then they make a face or they don't say anything or mm -hmm. they don't even have to say that's a lot. You know, mm -hmm. I'm watching them. I'm watching their body language. I'm watching their response. Right. Mm -hmm. And if it's not what I think it should be, if it's not, oh, okay cool. You know, then I'm like, uh, okay, maybe mm -hmm. I'm charging too much. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it is really, that is such a battle for me, mm. such a battle for me, you know, but I think that this also goes back to, to what we were talking about in the beginning, um, with regards to the people that you surround yourself with, yeah. right. You need people who are going to be real with you, Right. And be able to reflect exactly who you are back mm -hmm. onto you and remind you, listen, this is what you've done. Right. You're worth that at least, <laughs> at yeah. least. Right. Right. You know, that becomes really, really important because mm -hmm. it's so easy for us. to. It only takes one. It only mm -hmm. takes one person to be like, mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, yeah. who do you think you are, right? And again, they don't even have to use those words. They don't even have to use those words, mm -hmm. right? But it only takes one to make you rethink your whole your whole plan. Yeah. You know? That's by design, though. That's by design, Absolutely. Shana. And, and, and a lot of times, there's a lot of projection going yep. on. Yeah. Yes. So that, that's why it is important, back to what you both have said, what all three of us are saying, to surround yourself by folks who really believe and and who are rooting for you who yes the most for you yes right we we want all of us to be prosperous and successful and just yes. wildly happy and elated yes. with what we're doing we want that for each other so mm -hmm. you know and true sisterhood is well says Let's talk about that, you know. Yeah, and, right. And, 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 to, and to trust that the other one is coming from a loving place. Yes. Right? We don't want each other to play ourselves. You know, we love right. each other. Too, right. right. So there's that, you know, that real love. Not even tough love, that real love that we, we want to hold each other accountable. And uh -huh. that's important. Exactly. Um, yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because yes, we don't yes. want some like, you know, American Idol debacle, right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's not really your thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's not really your thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but being able to, to, we need people that can tell us what our thing is. You know, yes. like I've seen yes. this in you. I've recognized this in you and you're good at this. Yes. You're fantastic yes. at this, right? Yes. I, I you know two this. did that for me. You two did that for me, mm. honestly. I mean, and maybe it took a podcast for me to tell you both. Aww. Thank you. 
<laughs> you know, that, I mean, because you just, you two would just build me up and just like, oh, my gosh, you're so brilliant and you could do this. And I'm like, what? Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, and I would, you know, tell Derek, you know, Sean and Carla, you know, said, and it, so yeah, it does. It's very validating. Yeah. It, it it is important though, Shauna, that you share that vulnerability because we're human. And it's mm-hmm. like again that self doubt and second guessing. But you know, you also said just some the simple things help you get back to center too. Yeah. And, and that that's that's where the truth is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. I think once we can get our anxious brains to calm down, you know, that's when the thinking happens, right? That's when the brilliance happens, you know? So it's just, it's important. And again, it doesn't take much to get there. I have to remind myself of that all the time. It doesn't take much. Go outside, you know? You're wondering Absolutely. why you're you're feeling so frantic and 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 crazy. It's because you've been inside all day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go outside. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, thank you guys. I mean, so much for like for saying yes to my my little podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what little it is not. Wait. Here we go. Here we go. See, now we got to do our our hype thing, Shana. We got to get into our hype sister mode. Let me just say, GYSB is the business. Oh, man. Figuratively, I did a little double entendre. Yes, it's the business in many ways. And, you know, Carla, you're an inspiration. You you really embody entrepreneurship on so many levels. You do it with so much grace. And if anything, my sister, you know, hope that you take to heart, you know, that what we have said and and our journey, but even for you to mm-hmm. even just fully realize just the the greatness and just the awesomeness beyond your comprehension that you are and that y- you just really lend to the world. And so uh-huh. you are truly an inspiration. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. So and much. I, I, I there, agree. There are things that I would like to say, but I can't. You know, as you guys mm-hmm. know, I'm I'm still working um, mm-hmm. my job. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I would have loved to be much more vulnerable on this episode. But you guys did it for me. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to leave it at that. And when yeah. I do go into full-fledged entrepreneurship, then I can share uh, more uh, openly about yes. uh, <laughs> a lot of things. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. But but you, you share through other people, Carla. And I think that's, mm-hmm. you know who your guests are, you know, who you talk to, that is, that is a a reflection of who you are, right? Mm -hmm. So, and again, it goes right back to just this whole idea of surrounding ourselves with people that, you know, that, um, that uplift us, uplift us and reflect who we are, you know, Mm -hmm. that piece is really important. Well, thank you guys so much. And if, do you guys want to share how people can connect with you? Or was this just a chat for you? Because it's, it's really up to you. Yeah, I think um, for me, I'd, I'd plan on being here again, Carla. Okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. And, you know, yes. And, yes. and shortly, right? And I think at that point, at that point, I'll be, you know, ready to just kind of release how people can get in touch with me, how they can, all of that, you know. Okay, great. Um, so I'll wait. Okay. And Sandra? I'm following that lead. Yes, <laughs> okay. because believe it or not, this conversation has sparked some thoughts 
Ooh. in a movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, you all yes. you both have an open seat on GYSB Talks whenever you want to come and talk about a new business or talk about the business or just to talk because you guys are my mm-hmm. sisters. I love you, love you, love you. Love and you too. I love am you. so blessed and honored to call you brilliant women, my sisters. And if um, anybody Same. wants to say thank you, stay connected with uh, GYSB. First of all, follow GYSB Talks here on the podcast. You click the notification button so that you're notified when the episodes go live. We go live every Monday at 6 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. We drop new episodes every week. You can also follow um, GYSB Movement. That's my movement of GYSB the fitness part on social media platforms like YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. GYSB Movement. Again, follow GYSB Talks. If you have any questions or you have any suggestions for future topics, please put them in the comment section here on the podcast or feel free to email me, gysbmovement at gmail.com. Until the next time, I look forward to being with you. Um, Until the next time, please take care. I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Shauna and Sandra, I love you. Thank you so much. Love you. Thank you, Carla. Yes, thank you. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.